It just sounds like bugs. <laughs> Dang it! I was I should have grabbed some scissors you before we sat down. I mean, it, it looked great. For those of you listening, he did the scissor action. Really, I shouldn't say scissor action. <laughs> <laughs> he pretended to have scissors in his hands, real nice. Yeah. There you go. Snip, snip. Snip, snip. <laughs> All right. Well, this is our tenth episode. Oh my gosh! Are we finally right? in the double digits? I don't know. I. Yes, I, I think so. I think so. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Oh my gosh, 10th anniversary. Yeah. So soon. <laughs> yeah. Um, just one week after Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Aw. I know. Maybe our show's palm had like a good re- love line and lifeline. Yeah? Yeah, I Well, think you would so. know. I would know because that's what I do. I read the palms. He reads the palms. He's read my it's, palm. It's, it's nice. all in the palm. And people <laughs> don't understand that. And I someone... wish you could read people's palms over podcasts. Oh, that would be really funny. What if people... Could people send you pictures of their palms? Could you read it? Yeah. But see, I think that would be more interesting YouTube. I mean, yeah. Then you'd have to actually meet the people. No, like, I'd be like, submit the palm and I'll read. I'll do like, oh, and oh. then you do like a visual aid, I'll like do a you visual show. Aid, yeah. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah. well, just, and then everyone's just like <laughs> tweeting pictures of their palm. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I wonder if they do that because you know that you can get your um, cards read on YouTube now. I mean, how accurate is that though? Because don't you have so, to choose the cards? No. So, this, no, 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 no. It's all about energy and connecting with a psychic that is right for you. Okay, but how do you connect with a psychic through the internet? Um. So what they do is you kind of do it based on your zodiac sign. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so what you'll do is you'll have a psychic, mm-hmm. right? Um, we're going to just give a quick shout out. My girl Jenna put me on her. Her name is Water Baby Tarot. She does. Okay. I've watched a couple of her videos. Okay. Um, so what she does is is she asks the cards for the collective energy of the Zodiac. So it would be like Gemini's June 20, like whatever, like the Mm -hmm. um, time, the window is. And she'll shuffle the cards thinking that energy, because that's all the cards need is what energy are, is it looking for? So that's why when you do get your cards read, you grab the cards and you say, like, I want to know about my love life. And you repeat it over and over. Yeah. So she does readings for, like specific signs yeah and she even opens and she always talks about it in her video she was like look like there's a lot of you that i'm reading for Mm -hmm. like some stuff will resonate some will not do not freak out if a lot of things are not resonating with if my energy isn't resonating with yours move on to the next psychic she's like very open and that's very much like how the psychic world works like you just vibe with people and it's like okay that's working out for me it isn't okay she's like wrong with my stuff a lot then you don't have a good psychic that's channeling the energy that you need it to be channeled so or is that their excuse for not being real yes it is (laughs) okay (laughs) but like you know but that's that's a good excuse it is I don't want to offend any psychics. I don't know if it's real or not. It could be. And see, with that kind of energy and like her explanation and her like mantra, I can tell that she wouldn't care that you would say that. Oh, nice. Because, you know, she's like, that's just what you believe. Yeah. And that's cool. I don't know what I believe. I want to believe. It was not actually an X Files oh. reference. I do want to believe in it because it's really fun to believe in. Yeah. I just am enough of a skeptic to not quite be there i have had my cards read before though what did they say would you ask would you ask well what did i ask i did well it was kind of weird she did kind of read my mind a little bit which was kind of creepy because mm. <laughs> i went with a friend and she like did we sat together and she did like she read some of my stuff and then she moved on to my friend and when she moved on to my friend she told me okay you think of a question to ask when i get back to you and i said okay so I started thinking about this person who's really close to me, who's going through a really hard time, and I was just thinking about it, and I was thinking, can I can I ask a question on behalf of this person, even though it's not me? And she stopped reading like my friend's cards and turns to me and goes, okay, who's who's the because um, the person I was thinking of was an alcoholic and they were going through a really hard time. So she turns to me all of a sudden and goes, who's the alcoholic you're thinking of? And oh I was my like, gosh, what? <laughs> 
I kind of started to cry a little bit. But then she told me she was like, they're going to be okay. Like, they're going through a really hard time right now, but they're going to be, they're going to be fine. That's that insane. Cool. She didn't get oh anything gosh. else right. But that was <laughs> really, really cool that she, like, picked up on that specifically. Like, she mm-hmm. said those exact words when I was thinking about Yeah. It. And that's, like, and it's, and it's oddly specific, too. It's not yeah. something that's, like, you can really generalize because yeah. it was two distinct traits that... Not necessarily everyone has. Like, if she would have said it to me, I'd have been like, oh, I don't know who you're talking about. You know, right. it's like not everyone has. Exactly. Like, I'm, I'm sure she could have just guessed that I was thinking about someone that I know who's an alcoholic. But right. that would be be a pretty crazy guess. Because well, I didn't go in there to get answers about that. Right. And it's also like, you're, you might be different, but the first thing that came to my mind was something about myself. Okay, yeah. You know, like, you weren't even thinking about yourself. No. Which I feel like most people do do. They're like, okay, what should I ask about, you know? Yeah. I, I don't know. I didn't want to ask. Because I'm afraid if I ask questions about myself, then it's going to get into my head. Yeah. And then I'm either going to manifest that negative thing she said, or I'm going to wish for this positive thing that may not happen. Mm-hmm. And, like, not actually do anything to make it happen. So I didn't want to ask about myself. Right. And what I've come to believe is, like... It's like it's supposed to get into your head. That's how I feel like it works. Yeah. Reading cards and stuff like and like palms and stuff. It's like mm-hmm. um, something that your subconscious is like combating with. Like maybe right. two choices. And psychics, like real or not, the people who have what seem like psychic abilities definitely can pick up on something. Yes. That you're... they're just sensitive. Yeah. Very. And I th- I think it is important for some people to hear that to hear you know to get the answers that they're looking for. Exactly. Yeah. Me too. Oh, well, wow. Okay, well, well, geez, that was a tangent. <laughs> so this isn't we do psychic things. This is we watch things. Yes. <laughs> so let's talk about, well, let's talk first about why I picked this movie. Oh, yes. Oh, Jared. <laughs> I forgot. We talked about it a little bit um, when we were sitting with Eric, when mm. we told him. Um, but yeah, we, we saw recently the Edward Scissorhands musical. That it's an unauthorized musical parody. Um, over in the Rockwell, the Rockwell. here in LA, mm-hmm. super fun. Yeah, they blast. put on great shows. Oh my gosh, I highly recommend. I've seen Clueless and Jurassic Park musicals, and they do a bunch of jazz shows. Really, really fun. Um, but you can Hell, Ross is there too. Ross Matthews. Ross also. Matthews. I saw Jeff Goldblum there. Yes, you did. His, uh, his picture hangs show. up in the bar too. Have you? Oh, seen Oh yeah, it? like yeah. it's yeah. everywhere. Because he performs like once a week when he's like in town. Oh, that's so cute. Oh, I yeah. want to go one time. We should, totally should. I would love to go back. It's a great show. Yeah. But yeah, um, we're yeah. here because minutes before this production uh-huh. of Edward Scissorhands mm-hmm. starts, I turned to Car- I turned to Carolyn, and our friend Christina, you. and I was like, so I've never seen this movie. We had, we had had these tickets for a week, a week and a half. Even maybe a month. Well, maybe like two weeks. I feel yeah, like it was longer. Yeah, it was, it was enough time for us to have watched the movie had Jared said something. Before, I, well, I just love I just love how people assume I see all these movies. I just assumed that if you had not seen it, you would have said something. Oh, no, I wouldn't. No, yeah, Clint, now I know no, to I ask. Don't. <laughs> what else? Like, this isn't the first time I've done this either. Like, I'm not surprised. Beth will ask me to go to stuff, and I'm like, sure, and she's like, okay, so it's like this, and I'm like, oh, I've never seen that. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just yeah. like doesn't matter to me because I love. Any type of like theater or like I just love storytelling. Yeah. So it's to me, it's still like a new story. Right, and they the, did do a great job of telling the they story. Did. The thing I was afraid about was, oh my gosh, am I gonna miss inside jokes from the movie or like yeah. I don't know how far they're gonna go with like references. That's what I was afraid of too, because most of their shows you should really watch the movie first because they make a lot of very specific kind of inside joke references mm-hmm. to the movie which is what you're going for yeah oh and yeah that's no like it's what that's you want. the joy of the show yeah i i just wanted to highlight that because that's something that they do do very well oh yeah it's great they'll pick up on every, like the little cheesy thing that everyone talks about but no one actively openly talks about and then they'll mm-hmm. pinpoint that with like a song and it's yeah they're just oh so good. there was a beautiful i don't know we'll wait to get into it but there was like a mo there was a moment in this show that i fell out of my seat oh yeah because i was so gagged and gagged <laughs> oh, such my. a good song choice yes it was perfect and well i want to talk uh, we should save it but i was like yeah. we sh- like the way that it was wrapped up and given to me too was just uh-huh oh my god it was so much fun it was it was but yeah so i i made him watch the 
actual movie. <laughs> yes. Because you do, it is a movie that you have to see at some point. And I'm glad I saw it. Like, yeah. my first thought was like, once that movie, once the movie was over, I was like, shit, this is like dirt to the, dirt to the ground, like making a movie. This is like what cinema is all about. Yeah. You used production, you used your actors, your costumes, your Mm -hmm. cinematography, your editing. You literally used everything and every tool that you could in your book to get your point across, to build a world, to have an imagination. Yeah. It was like... You don't care why he has scissor hands. Like, no, and like there's enough backstory that you accept it and you're like, oh, that's right. why, okay. Like when he was chopping up the cat, like, yeah. the, cat the lettuce, <laughs> I was like, so yes, he chooses this robot. Yeah, as like, that's and the it, one. And it's just like funny because it's like, the, why are the hands the last thing? I don't know. Like, I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. It, I guess well, start and it's from... Like, the top and the bottom and meet in the middle. Yeah, and also, it's like when, you, when you've seen enough Tim Burton films, yeah. you learn to just trust him for, with yeah. the journey. Yeah. Like, because I was like, normally if I hadn't, if I hadn't known who Tim Burton was and like known his work, I'd have been so, think the whole movie would have been thinking, why, why, why are the hands last? Why are the hands last? Yeah. Like, yeah, I but would've. he does such a good job of bringing you into that world that it doesn't matter. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter why he has scissors for hands. He does. Right. And I mean, like, metaphorically, too, you can kind of go, like, with, like, just, like, something that is very useful and you need in everyday life is a danger or a hazard yeah. to everyone around you. Yeah. And how is that person treated in a society where mm-hmm. you're supposed to act a certain way, be a certain way, wear a certain, you know. And that, this world is definitely like that. Like, all of their houses are in the same kind of color scheme and all the men go to work. It's a very, almost 1950s idealized suburban town mm-hmm. all the men go to work at the exact same time they come home at the exact same time all the women are staying home even the mom that brings edward home is a little bit different because she like kind of has a job you know right she leaves the house and like she leaves does the other house. Things. she doesn't engage in the gossip she doesn't kiki <laughs> oh she doesn't <laughs> oh my gosh the gossip <laughs> I feel like we just have to tell tell them the part of the show that you yeah we love. have to okay so like it was like the part where um What's it's her? where she brings Edward home and all of Peg brings Edward home and all of the women see her driving him in the car and they run home to call each other to figure out what's going on to just gossip. To, yeah, to meet in the corner to meet to, on the to corner. meet on the street corner to talk time. about right. the hot goss. The hot goss. And so when they do this scene in the show, <laughs> um, they like this two women and it's just like it kind of helped that there was a guy in drag too. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was a highlight. You had like the. Chris, you had like the crazy Christian one, you had mm-hmm. like the slutty one, and then you had like Barn- uh, um, what's her? the one that in the movie she has the curlers in her hair a lot, and then the red hair. Yeah. That's who I think it probably was. It's the it's the I want to say her name for, her character from Two and a Half Men. Oh yeah, that's right. She is in Two and a Half Men. Yeah, yeah. she's the most like recognizable, one of the most recognizable. Let me see if I can get her name. Go away. Conchata Farrell is her name. Oh my gosh, Helen. <laughs> Helen. Helen. <laughs> and and Helen, the Helen's character was the one. Yeah. In drag. And so they come over and they have these like really funny like prop desserts. Yes. And then we the have like the reference to the ambrosia the salad. Cake. Um so it was really funny. Wait, is ambrosia the Okay, what's so special about the an ambrosia salad cuz this isn't the first time I've like seen it used as like a punny cunny word it looks disgusting to me i want to say it's like marshmallow and jello ew so it's like a dessert it's a dessert it's not a savory salad ew let me see but i want to say it also has like fruit chunks in it okay why do you why do some people like try to fuck up dessert like who would ever want to eat that like also like don't call it a salad i don't want to be reminded that i'm not eating healthy (laughs) i don't know why they call it a salad oh because it's a it's a variation of fruit salad oh well fruit salad is good yeah but then they add a bunch of whipped wait what it can also include whipped cream, sour cream, cream cheese, Ew. pudding, yogurt, mayonnaise, or cottage cheese. Ew. The mixture is refrigerated for a few hours or overnight before serving. That is disgusting. The name references the food of the Greek gods. 
I don't think the Greek gods would have eaten this. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That is some nasty ass shit. It's basically fruit and marshmallow and I don't know. It's never, ever appealed to me. It's no. weird. And poor Johnny Depp had to eat so much of it and he threw it up. Oh, I, I don't blame him. Yeah. At all. I don't, but I almost threw up watching it. The way they just spoon feed it into his mouth. Yeah. Oh, ew, and that's the worst part is that yeah, it's being fed to yeah. you. Oh. <sighs> um, but yeah, so like all, all three of them come in and like kind of confront her and then they like break out into yes. this song, Let's Have a Kiki. On a turntable. On a turntable. They stand back to back oh on a turntable. Yes, that was Kiki. everything. <laughs> it was everything. I, I was so shocked. And, like, they sang the song very well. They, like, kind of yeah. sped it up. And they, like, I think they, like, mixed it in with another song. Yeah, I think they did, too. We're going to have to see the show again. Yeah, to... we'll have to. I mean, yeah. now I, I won't stop thinking about it. So I have I to go see the show again. Yeah. If anyone else is in town and wants to go. I know, right? It it's happen. a real great time. <laughs> oh, it was so incredible. Yeah. And the dancing, the choreography was, like, insane, too. Of the musical? Yeah. Yeah. They did a lot for like, you know, you can't really dance in this theater. It's like a theater in a restaurant. It's very small, yeah. It's very small. Yeah. Small space. So they did did a really good job. Snaps. I saw, um, I forget what year it was. It was probably like 2005, 2006. I saw a ballet of Edward Scissorhands. Cute. That was touring. It was really good. This would make a good ballet. Yeah, it's because the music. Because this, not that the story is simple, but like plot points are very distinct and like, Mm -hmm. you know, so grounded in like the, like the plot. Yeah, it's a pretty straightforward. You're not like looping back on, there's no time travel or anything crazy. (laughs) There's flashbacks, but you can do those. But yeah, it was really beautiful as a ballet. Flashbacks, yeah. Flashbacks are really easy. You just dim those lights, girl. Yeah, there spotlight, you go. spotlight, spotlight. Throwing <laughs> yeah. some mist, throwing some little fog in there. Mm-hmm. That's how I would do it. <laughs> now I'm a musical director. <laughs> okay, real quick breakdown of the movie because yeah. I always forget to describe the movie. We do. Um, no, you're pretty good at it. Oh, thanks. Okay. I always forget. <laughs> I think one episode I threw it in the middle, but. Uh, yeah, so this movie came out in 1990. It was directed by Tim Burton. It was also written by Tim Burton and Caroline Thompson. And it's starring Johnny Depp, Winona Ryder, Diane Weist, Alan Arkin, um, Kathy Baker, a whole bunch of people. Um, it has a really good cast. So it's about, I mean, it's about a guy with scissors for hands. There you <laughs> go. Oh, and Vincent Price. Oh, I love Vincent Price. He's the inventor. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you know who Vincent Price is? Not familiar. Not too familiar. Jared. You've seen Thriller, right? The music video for Thriller? Yes. Okay. He's in, he's the voice of like Thriller. Oh, wow. When it starts. Yeah. He's a big horror guy. He was in the original like Haunting of Hill House movie and he did a lot of Edgar Allan Poe stuff. He's the king, like the king of horror. Oh, cute. And also such a nice guy in real life from what I hear. Like a lot of them are. I'm, we're learning a lot of them aren't. <laughs> Hashtag me too. Oh, no. well, yeah. Do you mean like, horror people? Yeah, like or... horror. Oh, like horror okay. fanatics. Like horror fanatics, yes. Always are usually really nice people. Like the people that work in Hot Topic. Yeah. My mom used just... to love going to Hot Topic for me because she used to say that they were the nicest people she ever met. Yeah, because they they know who they are. They know who they are, yeah. And no one's going to stop them. Nope. Um, okay, so that's what the movie is about. How, did you like it? How'd yeah. You I mean, like, yes, absolutely loved it. It reminded me of, like, why I wanted to get into, like, filmmaking or just, like, you mm-hmm. know, storytelling because, like, it's just, like, so clean. It's just, like, done so well. The acting is beyond incredible. I didn't realize yeah. that Johnny Depp wasn't going to say anything. He says 169 words. See? It's, like, yeah. less than, like, my bio needed for, like, application. You know, it's, like, yeah, more, it's, for your application. Yeah. Um, but, like, I mean, that just makes his job a whole lot harder. Mm-hmm. Because now you have to act only using, like, your face. And, like, he did a really good job about that. Yeah. And also I noticed this time I was thinking about how he really had to act with his face. And they took away his eyebrows, too. So, like, he also has to act without eyebrows, which are, like, the most expressive part of your face. Mm-hmm. Insane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, like... They're like, here, let's just do more. <laughs> yeah, let's make your job harder. Yeah. Yeah. You can do it. It will wrap you in leather and put you in the Florida sun. And like, 
Oh, they shot this in they Florida? They shot this in Florida. They shot this in Florida and looked like Burbank. Because it reminded Tim Burton. Because Tim Burton grew up in Burbank. Okay. Yeah. And he grew up in the suburbs. And it reminded him, this development in Florida, reminded him of the suburbs of Burbank when he was growing up. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Where in Florida? It was... It's outside of Tampa. Um... East of Tampa. It, it's on IMDb, but okay. I didn't recognize the name. Maybe it was, was it Lakeland or something? Oh, yes, Maybe. that is a is town. Is that East of Tampa? Yes, it is. I think it was there, but it's like it was like a small um, development, and they just painted all those houses. That was a real neighborhood, um, and the people like stayed in motels while they shot in their houses, and yeah. Wow. Yeah. What people could get away with. I know. Because, like, do you think if they would have done that today, they would do that? Wow. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to think of another movie that that's done that. Well, a, a guy we work with used to live in New York, and he said that there was a movie that shot in his, like, brownstone, and he had to walk, because he was on, like, the third or fourth floor, and he'd have to walk through the set, because they were on the second, or the first and second floor, to, like, leave the building. So it does still happen, yeah. Who? Jeremy. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a John Hamm movie. Um. So yeah, they shot it in Florida, which gave them. I mean, have we talked about how you're from Florida? Yes, a couple of times. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah. So you know the bugs in Florida. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, there my were gosh. apparently some scenes when they were outside that had so many bugs that you like couldn't see. Like, yeah, what was going on? Yeah. That would happen, especially because, like, I'm just from central Florida. Mm-hmm. I can't even imagine being, like, more south. Yeah. Anything more south of that. Because that's just where it gets, like, nasty and more swampy. Because, I mean, like, you have the Everglades, so it's, like, still, like, swamp, True. actual swamp land yeah. down there. Yeah. And that just travels up a couple of miles and gives you all little biggie bugs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tons and, like, of all bugs. of the gnats. That's what they were. They were those yeah. little black gnats. They, like, stay in little swarms. They have, mm-hmm. like, there's, like, packs of them. Yeah. Oh, God. I love Florida. But I sometimes Florida, man. Not during that summer, no, ma'am. No, 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 no. And that's when everyone goes because they're like, oh, it's like. I know they're like it's vacation. We're going to Florida, and I'm and like, like, you're gonna die. No, like you want like nice hot weather. This is gross hot weather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. not enjoyable. You want to go in like the fall when mm. it's nice. Um, yeah, and his costume that he that Johnny Depp had to stand in the Florida sun with that was all black was yep. like leather and tape and even had some of Tim Burton's old couch from his first apartment like fuck? sewn in there. It was just a whole hodgepodge of anything uncomfortable that you wouldn't want to wear in the Florida sun. They mm-hmm. just threw on him. Yeah. Chains, metal, like, yeah, that's fine. And then have him run around. <laughs> <laughs> Here. And it was like, he had like platinum platform shoes on did he right i feel like they're like elevated Maybe. i feel like it was they like look, a big I shoe i'm gonna look he does have like a really funny walk that yeah, makes me laugh. Li- it's almost like a little toddler kind of like or when he holds his his hands up in front like when he's laying in bed and he just has his hands up in front of him oh my gosh as soon as like that's <laughs> the first time we see him sleeping there like that i turned to carol and i was like uh me <laughs> <laughs> like mood me like, when mood. i can't sleep at night and <laughs> yeah. i'm just like oh <laughs> Um, no, I am wrong. They're just boots. They're just like shoes that, but like he has like this shin. Not they're like almost sh- like built in. Yeah, they're like built into like whatever. Because that's covering like his, his body, knee. basically. It's not like he's wearing that over skin. That's like right. That's like his, his body. actual body because yeah. like, he was a robot. Yeah, yeah. Technically, I don't really think of him as a robot. Yeah, me neither. I think of him more as like. Frankenstein's monster, like just a creature that he created. Yeah, there's no platform on it. Okay. Oh well. I it's just like that's just who he reminds me of. I feel like if he was doing it nowadays, he would have one. He would wear platform. He would have like the platform space shoes. I would love to see Jared log this away. I would love to see a drag queen version of Edward Scissorhands. Sis, let's do it. Do it. Let's do it. Okay, we'll do Cause it. Because it's easy because you can just do like bondage, but I'm not skinny enough to do that stuff. That's like... Isn't... Okay, but that's why we'll throw you in like a corset. Like okay, a I leather guess. corset. We'll make you skinny. Oh, yeah. We can do that. Yeah. The hair would be fine. I've already put a corset on you before. We can yeah. do it again. 
Let's do it. <laughs> That'd be such a cute look. I also wanted to do like a Kill Bill look too. Oh, yes. And be like, she's starting. Yeah. Okay, you remember when we were watching it and there was a kid on the slip and slide and I was like, remember that kid? Yes. Okay. The suspense is over. Uh, you, tell me why. Are you ready? Yeah. Um, that kid is Nick Carter. Extra Shut up. Yeah. Florida. Florida. Yeah, Florida. That's Makes why. sense. He's like an extra. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Uncredited. That's so funny. But he's like gone on in interviews and said that yeah, it was him. That's so funny. Yeah. I know, oh, right? Uncredited. Yeah. Poor thing. Poor um, Nick Carter. We need to do more for our child actors. I right. <laughs> I think Nick Carter's fine. <laughs> yeah, but he could. What could have been? He could have been an insane instead of Baxter Boys. Reason enough. <laughs> no. Where do you stand on Baxter Boys versus NSYNC? Uh, I like NSYNC better, I guess. Okay. But like, you'll always catch me singing Baxter yeah, Boys. Yeah, I know. I love them both. So fun. Because I don't know the difference. Sometimes it can be hard to tell them apart. Yeah. I like know who, I know who was in each band. Yeah. Like, I can tell you. Not the not famous ones. Okay. JC so, like, Chose. That is Backstreet Boys. Okay. He appeared. Um, he's from Dr. Phillips. Which What's Dr. Phillips? It's well, no, he's from Orlando. Oh, okay. No, sorry, no, he's not. Oh. I'm thinking about Joey Fatone. Oh, I love Joey Fatone. He's Backstreet, Backstreet Boys. Boys. Okay, so he's from Orlando okay. and he went to Dr. Phillips High School, which is where my school where our county had to go for like thespian district competition. Okay. Like because like yeah. you know what that are you familiar? No. Nope. Yeah. I mean um, I can guess from the words. Yeah, so it's no, just like know. um if you were in it was competitive drama. Okay. It was like competitive theater. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you would do like monologues. We did you, we had that in college, yeah. Why I wanted that in college. We did uh K C A C T F, the Kennedy Center K C A Kennedy Center for the Arts College Theater Festival. Okay. Something like that. I don't know. I got an award for stage managing. Look at you. I know. She's award winning. <laughs> but we didn't do it in high school. I won one too. Really? My senior year, I directed a scene from Streetcar Named Desire. <gasps> nice. And I won Best in what Show. What scene? Best um, in Show, like a dog? Yes, just like the dog. <laughs> woof, woof. I really... I want to know, maybe you have this like answer... Mm-hmm. What did like what inspired Tim Burton to make this story? Like, I feel like it's just like such an interesting take, or like just like an, a lot of interesting choices were made to get yeah. to the final product of the story. I really want to know like where it started, what did like what had affected this, like the so, formation of this. It started with he said it started with a drawing he did, I think, in high school or middle school when he was younger. Um, he just did a drawing of this guy that looks kind of like. Edward Scissorhands and this guy that had scissors for hands he didn't really think too much about it but then he developed it later on and at this point in his career he had directed Batman and Beetlejuice for like studios and he had done Frank and Weenie a short so like that's what he had done leading up to this movie um but I think I honestly I think he is Edward Scissorhands Tim Burton like he talks about being kind of an outcast growing up and I'm not I'm not surprised because yeah. he's such an individual um, and kids suck. So <laughs> I, I, I Preach. Yeah. <laughs> for those who didn't hear it in the back. <laughs> so I think he kind of identifies with Edward Scissorhands. I, I think it's the story of, and he talked about, I watched the movie with the commentary. He talked about um, the character of Peg, who's the mom that brings Edward home and how he wrote that character as someone that he wished there was more of in this world. Aww, yeah. And yes. I think it was probably someone he wanted in his life. Aww. Someone to accept him when he was younger. Um, but also... Yeah, because, she, like, I really wanted to, like, talk about that, too. Because, mm-hmm. like, she just goes up there. She has no fear. No. No fear. No, she doesn't. And she she doesn't ever judge him. She's, She's nothing patient. But She's so patient. Yeah. Oh. Like, and, like, just, like, when he ever, he, like, hurts himself... She'd be like, oh, just a neck. Like, it's okay. It's okay. Mm -hmm. Very much how you would treat a toddler a little bit. You know when, like, a kid falls and, mm -hmm. like, you can't act like it's a big deal? Because if you act like it's a big deal, then they'll start to cry. Yeah. That's what it reminds me of. 
where you're like, everything's fine. Yeah, it's just, we're, yeah. we're, we're floating. Mm-hmm. Doing good. Um, so yeah, I think it, I think it, he, you know, he kind of is Edward. And then it was this drawing he did. But then there's also a lot of influence from like monster movies, like Frankenstein, obviously. King Kong, you could say a little yeah. bit in there. Like, and it reminds me, this movie reminds me a lot of what Guillermo del Toro talks about with monsters. And like, I'm like this too. Like when I watch those movies, I sympathize with the monster and I don't look at it as scary. Like I can identify with Frankenstein and a little bit with King Kong, you know, like an outsider that can, you can feel like a freak sometimes. Right. And I think that's, um, and I, Johnny, or Johnny Depp, um, Tim Burton grew up with those movies too. I mean, his first short was Frank and Weenie. Which is basically <laughs> Frankenstein about a dog. Right. It's super cute. Which he made like a movie later, right? He did. He then adapted it to a full movie later yeah. on. Which I still haven't seen. I've seen the short multiple times, but I've never actually seen the full full length movie. I heard it's good. Me too. I heard it was really cute. Yeah, so I think that's where it came from. Nice. Interesting. So it is kind of like a um, self-reflection, looking on the inside. I think this so. This is like how I feel like the I don't world know is. if he has ever said that, but... Right. That's what I think when I watch it. But, I mean, it would make... I mean, like, there's already so much of him in this movie. Yeah, in all of his movies. In all of his movies. And so, I mean, that's also just, like, someone expressing themselves, like, like your favorite artist, like, with their albums. This is just, like, his way of doing it. And he's just a person that um, a lot of people, like you said, can relate to. And he just is very Mm -hmm. good at putting that in his movies. Yeah, and he talks so much in the commentary and interviews so much about the suburbs and like growing up in the Burbank suburbs wanting to get out this just very specific everything he put in that movie was like this reminds me of the suburbs like this reminded me of growing up here so there's a lot of himself in this and I think he's actually come out and said it's his favorite movie like of his that he's Mm -hmm. done which is like so easy to believe yeah because like even like I had, like, such a good time watching this movie. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. And it just, like, it took me back to, like, when I was watching movies growing up. It was mm-hmm. kind of, like, those movies. Because we've talked about how we, like, kind of missed the way that movies were shot. Yeah. And just, like, they were made. And just, like, the thought that went into them. Mm-hmm. And what people valued. Yeah. More than, like, what we're seeing today. Yeah. Today, a lot of the big blockbusters can start to feel... Like, they're just trying to make money. They're talking down to audiences now. A lot of filmmakers don't think that audiences are smart or that they can handle anything weird or anything new. You know, it's really hard to get something new made. Right. And this, I mean, this movie, I I, I don't really know how he got it made, to be honest. It must have just been the success of Batman and Beetlejuice that they were... He was just on a roll. He was on a roll, and they were like, okay, we'll let you do this the way you want to do it. But yeah, everything is practical. That's what I love about it. I mean, even, like, there's some CGI with, like, the castle on the hill and the clouds and everything. But then when they're in the castle, they built those sets. Right. Like, you can tell that they're actually there. And even when Peg is sitting in the car and she moves the mirror, and then all of a sudden you see it in the mirror... That's an actual model of the castle on a C-stand, like position oh right, gosh. so that when she moves the mirror, it looks like it's in the distance. No way. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. See, and yeah, it's like, ah, uh, love stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. just like, like you, like it's just like thought. Yeah. It's just like we just want like movies with thought in them. And even the effects of when he when he's cutting things and things are just flying around him. That's a really beautiful way of taking something that could be kind of boring and ridiculous and like leaning into it and just being like okay we know this is crazy we're gonna make it crazier and that makes it work Mm -hmm. like can you imagine if he just cut a topiary like if he just pruned a tree right you know it'd be it'd be boring but putting with the music and the exaggerated motions and the crazy stuff flying around all of a sudden it's like art Mm -hmm. yeah and it kind of Makes it a little bit of like a silly, not silly yeah. film, but like it kind of like lightens it. It, it does. doesn't take itself this too seriously. This movie does, yeah, exactly. I was just about to say it that this movie doesn't take itself too seriously. How did you, how did you feel during the ice dance scene? Because that's one of my favorite scenes. It was, um, 
It was cute. I could see why. I was... I might have to watch a couple more times to get mm-hmm. to your level. I'm not there yet. Yeah. But, like, I kind of wish it was longer. Yeah. I can see that. But I think the beauty is that they get interrupted. Yeah. Well, and I thought it was just... I, I like... I, this is funny because I got disappointed from the show. The way that the oh, okay. show did this scene. Well, they sang an actual song. See, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because the show uses like modern songs to yeah. tell it. But like, I thought it was going to be. Um, okay, also, I just thought it was going to snow. Like, it was actually going to snow oh, no. that time, too. He but does the snow. He does the snow, which is like what I got. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that's why. I just thought it was all going to be covered in snow. Oh, okay. But then I was also like, was it. Snow. It was, but then I was like, "Yeah, it's almost not even snowing." But. Yeah, yeah. No, I love it because that's like their their own little private moment, and I feel like that's the the time when Kim changes and learns to be like comfortable with herself and free, and he helps her do that, and that's like for me a real big shift in her character. Right. From like she's gonna start making her own decisions, and just being free. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just. Ugh. And then, like, it just, like, broke my little heart when we, like, flashed to the end. I and, know. like, oh, my gosh. I didn't realize that he wouldn't age. No, he he's technically immortal. Yeah. Because he's not living, really. But, like, well, is he, though? Because, like, he has, like, a heart. I mean, but or not maybe it's not an organic. Real, yeah, not, oh, like, okay. a real heart. Gotcha. I, I don't, I mean, it's a little ambiguous how the inventor made him. But well, I was assuming an organic heart, but that doesn't make sense at all. It didn't have to be one because like no. it's just like oh, he has a heart. Like it, it, I, it, I think he has like a a metaphorical heart, a metaphorical heart, and yes. and he got his heart by the inventor reading him books and like teaching him things. He had to because you see him at the beginning and he's just like blank, like he's just nothing because he doesn't know anything yet, mm-hmm. and he doesn't really have a an understanding of death. Because when Peg asks him what happened to, like, his father, he just says he didn't wake up. Like, he doesn't, oh my I don't even gosh. think he really gets that he oh, died. Oh, wow. Yeah. See, oh my gosh, that, wow, I didn't realize, yeah, that, what that line means. It holds that way. I didn't realize yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's so sad. Vincent Price. I love Vincent Price. Oh, I just thought, it's just like, oh, he doesn't know. Right. But like, like oh, he doesn't know what He really is. doesn't know. Hmm. They didn't Which, get that yeah, far. and then when he kills, um... Oh, um... Not Kyle. Jim? Jim. The boyfriend? The boyfriend, yeah. I think his name is Jim. It's really funny, too, um, seeing Anthony Michael Hall play, like, a big tough guy, because before this, I was so used to seeing him play the nerd. In, like, all the 80s movies, he's the nerd. Right. Like, the little scrawny kid. So, all of a sudden, when I saw him show up in this, I was like, oh my god, it's... He's not the nerd anymore. <laughs> Whoop! Is the he changed? He but how, how did can he separate it well? Like you don't think of him as the nerd when you. No, watch he definitely. It. Yeah, he. That's good. Yeah, no, he does a great job. I, I I don't think like, whenever I watch this movie, it's not, it's, I believe him as that character. I never think like go back to playing the nerd. I just think like wow he transformed. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> Another cool thing that I saw, and I can't take credit for this because it's on the IMDb fact page. This is not a conclusion I came to myself. (laughs) (laughs) But um, the number five, apparently, comes up a lot. They said that there are a lot of characters with five-letter names. I didn't take the time to think of who they would be. Um, But a lot of the names start with the letter E, which is the fifth letter of the alphabet. Right? A, B, C, D, E. Yep. Um, Fact check. (laughs) Like Edward. And then when he does the burglary, he's wearing a hat with a V on it. Which yes, is I like, saw that. Yeah, which is the Roman numeral. Five. Five. And um, somebody said it's because he doesn't have his five fingers. Like, yeah. it all kind of comes back to, like, his hands. <laughs> Little fingers. Maybe it's a stretch, I but I thought was... it was cool. Yeah, I mean, Because that like, hat that's... has always stood out to me, and I'm like, why does he have a hat with a giant V on it? Well, I thought it was, like, for vault, like, because... They were to go like open his safe, open, right? They they were gonna break into the house, yeah. I thought it was just like undercover. I work for the vault company. I work for the vault company. I'm here I know, to you're see your vault. You're giving them a lot of credit. I'm, I'm here to see your vault. 
has that ever worked for you? Have you ever just worn a hat with the place you want to break into? I'm still trying to get that figured out, the hat situation. Okay. I'm trying to still get the hat. I would like you to try. I've been going back and forth with my Etsy shop owner. (laughs) Can you order like a Wells Fargo hat and then just show up and be like, I'd like to see the vault. No, I work for the. I wouldn't. No, oh, you, that's right. You work I for the, the vault, vault company. company. So I go yes. and be like, I'm here to see your vault. I'm and sure they to, believe you. They're like, oh, we went the safe. I was like, oh, tomato, tomato. I'm like, let me change my hat. Hang on. <laughs> now I work for the safe company. <laughs> yes. Oh, your imagination sometimes. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like. I think they have something with the number five being significant. Is it because he doesn't have five fingers? Right. I don't, I don't know. know. But, I mean, I can definitely see that. And I, f- yeah. I feel like you could even go as far as, like, the houses are only painted five different colors. It yeah. was, like, green, purple, Like, orange, I kind of want to go back and blue. be like... I was trying to think of characters with five-letter names. It must be all the, like, insignificant, I thought like, of Joyce. Joyce, and then, like, the what, only... Katie? Or... No, Kim. Kim. That's it. three letters. Peg is three letters. Edward is a lot of letters that I don't want to count. <laughs> Jim is three letters. Kevin, there's a Kevin in there. That's the brother. Right, but see, then it's like, see, then it gets like, okay, like anyone could say that though. Like, true. You can watch any other movie. There's a lot of characters here with four letters. Whoa. And then you're like, oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah. And it's like, well, like, it's a conspiracy. It is. <laughs> Shane Dawson, I'm gonna need you to look in on that. <laughs> Why are there so many Michaels in this movie? <laughs> Oh, what'd you think of Esmeralda? Is she the slutty the, one? No. No. Which one is Esmeralda? The really religious one. Oh, so again, f- from watching the show first, I thought her role was bigger in the film yeah. than it was. Cause, it's, yeah. It's which makes sense because the show has to condense all of. I don't know. Like, I was surprised by how many neighbors were kind of like featured yeah. as well and like the barbecue. It's really a whole gaggle of neighbors. Yeah. Do they have the barbecue in the show? I don't think they do in the they, show. They skip it was kind of let's have a kiki because they bring over all the goodies. Oh, okay. And so I think that was kind of the barbecue. Yeah. That's right, because they didn't come over to ask what time. Yeah. They, okay. That's right. Yeah. Um. No, I mean, like, the ending was kind of intense. Yeah. The ending was... Like, insane. I felt kind of bad, too. Also, like, wait. I have to give it up for this cop. The cop in this town. I know. It's kind of interesting to, like, see justice portrayed in, like, a smart light. Yeah. Because he's above the mob mentality. And you do get a Frankenstein mob going on there. I mean, they don't have pitchforks, but... They might as well. They get close to it. You know, they're like, what can we... Like, where is he? Where is he? And Mm -hmm. it's, like, funny because they, like, only... Also, I hate when, like, the one lady, like, switches on him and's like... I know! Because that's... Mm-mm. That bitch. No. Do not like Joyce. Mm-mm. The one that, like, basically sexually assaults him and then gets mad at him for, for refusing yeah. her and then changes her story. Mm-mm. Don't like just her. Just so she can get rid of him. Yeah. Yep. But it was like they were just so obsessed with seeing him dead and then as soon yeah. as it was done, they're like, oh, okay, thank God. Well, I think when... <coughs> I think when they actually see the results of their actions, because they get, like, it's mob mentality. They get all riled up and everything. They want to see justice. They want to see violence. But I think when they see the violence, it's kind of a shock that they're kind of like, oh, shit, maybe we didn't want to see this. And that's why Mm -hmm. they're all kind of like, I'm going home. Like, they don't know what else to do. Yeah. They can't deal with the consequences of their actions, so they just go home. Yeah, ooh, yes, give them the good tea, sis. Ooh. Yeah, it's, it's, I wish people, like, yeah, understood that more. Yeah, yeah, like, think your actions through. Especially when you're, like, going into, like, a mob, which, yeah. I mean, nowadays you can say it's just, like, social media. With yeah, that happens a lot on, on like, social media. With people on, rants and, like, people piggybacking on oh, and yeah. just, like, wanting to get fired up. It's even easier now because all you have to do is, like, share something from your couch. And yeah. it's so easy. To, I mean, I've accidentally shared things. You just hover your thumb over the little thing a little too long, and all of a sudden you shared it to your page. Yeah, you have to be careful nowadays. Yeah, and all these people think this thing about you now. Yeah, you shared it. do your research. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's move into what we discussed, because I feel like this episode is a good example of 
having a lot of tangents and that's great, but not having a whole lot of research or structure, which is something that we've been struggling with because we record an episode a week. We watch a movie, we record an episode, I have like a day to edit it and then we upload it and we have... We both have so much going on. And it's just like, there's no time to breathe. There's no, there's no time to breathe. And it, like, I'm not as happy with the episodes as I could be because we're doing our, we're doing research, research like for five minutes right before we do the episode. Like we, we don't have time to come up with any sort of structure, any sort of talking points, anything. So we are going to, we're going to move to, would it be bi-weekly? We're switching to a bi-weekly schedule, which means we'll release an episode every other week. Right. And we're changing the format a little bit, which I'm really excited about. Me too. So we're going to do, we're going to do a theme and Jared's going to pick the theme. Each week I get to pick a fun different theme, whatever comes into my crazy head. I'm going to pick the movie because Jared has not seen anything. Guys, for all of the... Movies and film I and TV I've watched, I looks I do not compare to. If we've learned anything doing this <laughs> podcast, especially when we had our guest Eric on, oh yeah, we learned quickly. Really I highlighted seen anything. it that like you've been a little deprived. I have been, yeah, but I've been depraved on the count I've been deprived. <laughs> well, we're gonna change that. Good. So we're yeah, that's what we're gonna do. Um, I mean the cat, it's not gonna be like. It, it's a little it's a little bit Jared goes to film school because there are some fundamentals it that you is. gotta see. But it's gonna be more just like I'm gonna share a movie that I think Jared would like that has to do with the category that he chose. Some of them will definitely be like movies you'd watch in film school that you mm-hmm. could critique. And some of them are just gonna be fun. Kind of like a name a movie that starts with the letter of my name. Yeah. Jay. Jay. Love Good it. Good luck. I can't. There's a couple. I mean, I, I do. I thought of Django Unchained, but that starts with a D. Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. But Lit. you've seen Jurassic Park. Yeah, I have. Let's make that very clear. Jared has seen Jurassic I've Park. I've seen that one. <laughs> if I've done any director, I did Spielberg. Oh, yeah. I mean, but that's like hard not to. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm excited. We're switching it up a little bit. It's, yeah. It's going to be easier. We'll have a lot of more structure and it'll be easier to follow along too. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So our next episode will be... Not next week, but the week after. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to start with... So this one is less of a category and more of a movie that I can't believe Jared has not seen. And he has missed so many references, especially in the 90s. You guys are going to scream. You're we're, not going to believe me. Like, you're not going to believe her when you when she says it. We're going to watch Pulp Fiction <laughs> because Jared's never seen it. I just can't believe... Like, you grew up in the 90s. You missed. I so did, much. but like, yeah, I've never had the urge to watch it. It's been on my list. It was yeah. on my Amazon watch list. Well, it's on Netflix but, too. Yeah, so. but I just like never got around to it. I feel like I've never been in the mood. So like, now that we're doing this, I'll be in the mood. Listen though, you don't know what you're getting into. I don't, and I'm kind of scared that I won't understand it. You'll understand it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. Hey, I hope listen, I get it. You made it through. You understood Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. That one was easy. And that one... I loved that one. I guess. It was not easy for me to follow when I saw it. I mean, I was 14, but still, <laughs> it was... It took some brain power. I don't know. It's not... There's no, like, crazy weird timeline. Like, it kind of go. It kind of moves there's in not, a... There's not... I heard well, that there was crazy timelines. Okay, it, it doesn't move in a straight line, but there's no, like, weird time travel. There's no, oh, like... Okay. It's kind of, like... It's kind of four chapters. Is it four? It's been a while since I've seen it, too. There's... It's, like, in <gasps> oh, chapters. Oh, good. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited. And you're gonna... You're just gonna... When we're watching it, you're gonna be like, oh, that reference in that other movie makes sense now. Am I? Okay. I I don't know. I don't, I don't know how I could have gone so long with like missing all these other references. I, I don't, I don't know. It, it might even be one of those movies where you watching it, you feel like you've seen it because it does show up in so many things. At least in the '90s, it showed up in so many movies. Kind of like The Matrix, like it was just really popular and it would pop up every now and then. Okay. Yeah. I can't wait to be schooled. Yeah, you will be. You're in for a, a treat. You're gonna be you're gonna be shook. I'm gonna be gagged. Maybe gobbed. Especially when we get to the scene when someone else is gagged. That's a really intense scene. <gasps> Ooh, scary. 
Okay, so that's what we're going to do moving forward. Um, so hopefully we'll have a better structure to the episodes. More interesting content. For sure. And don't forget to follow us on social media. Yes. The Instagram is we watch things pod. Yes. Twitter, Twitter is at watch underscore pod. That's all going to stay the same. Uh, just our format changing a little bit. Yeah, because we're just feeling it out and, you know. Yeah, I mean. We're, we're, in, we're growing up. We're going through um, puberty. Let oh, us change. No. Let us oh, change. no. Don't make me go through puberty again. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. All right, <laughs> we'll, we'll end on puberty. Yeah, we'll end on puberty. <laughs> okay, we will see you guys in two weeks. All right, bye. Bye.